Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Talking about AEW today on the final road to Forbidden Door, New Japan, AEW Worlds Collide, Forbidden Door. And we've got the Owen got the Owen Hart tournament coming up, too. we got the brackets for that. We're going to talk to Brett Hitman Horse about that. But there's a lot going on. No, 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 no. Hold on. We're not talking to to Brett Hitman Horse today. Absolutely not. No, I booked him for the show because it's the Owen. He's got some thoughts about that. (laughs) You know, I thought I made it pretty clear that I didn't want him back. Well, we'll talk about it later on in the show. Uh, But all sorts of things being set up on last night's very eventful Dynamite. Where to begin? I'm going to take a look at your notes here real quick, Larson, and see where you're beginning. I guess uh, we can talk about this news, maybe. News, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If one would consider it news. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about let's talk about the behind the scenes continuing alleged drama backstage at AW. So before you get into this, you and I talked about this a little bit off camera. Yeah. And One thing that we do here at Going In Raw is take a look at what people in the internet, wrestling community, the the wrestling crowd, what they're talking about, and then sort of, you know, come to our own conclusions based on the evidence that we see. So before before anybody starts, you know, blasting us saying, well, we ain't talking about drama. Let's preface it with that. Larson, what's what's yeah. the latest on this AEW locker room drama? So Dave Meltzer was on a post-wrestling and talked about what he had heard about growing divisions mm-hmm. backstage in the AEW locker room following the return of one Phil Brooks, CM Punk. These transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.co is what Dave had to say. Quote, one thing on the show tonight, you know, one of of the one people, one of the top guys was told that he would not have to deal with Punk except for on pay-per-view. And it's like, but here he is, week one. It's not like a surprise or anything. It's just, you know, these ideas change what people are told change. People are kind of like, this is the company. It's a new company. That's all there is. You know, that's how people view it. It's a new company. As far as business-wise, what that means, we'll find out. As far as morale-wise, depends on how Punk is. Punk needs to be magnanimous with everyone. And I think you will probably try to, at least with most, but gosh, it's so hard reading Dip Melcher quotes sometimes. Sorry, there's a lot of divisiveness. That's, it's so frustrating to me because I see it so closely and I feel it. It shouldn't be there. And you know, it's worse now than it's been. And it hasn't gotten better now. Right now, it's at a pretty bad point again. And then the ESPN story was the talk of the locker room on Wednesday, which led to a lot of issues. I'm of the impression that people were expecting worse than it turned out to be. But you still have people who are the people who really like Adam Page who were not happy, you know. And I think there's the feeling of every everyone there is pretty much told like keep the stuff on the inside, on the inside that if it gets out, it's not good for the company. And then the feeling is that one side is agreeing to do that, and the other side is not. But the thing is, on both sides, they think it's the other side, so it becomes like a really weird thing. Okay. <laughs> so number one, you're yeah. right in that. Dave Meltzer, when he says stuff on radio and then you read it, it sounds absolutely mad. 
Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a crazy person talking. It really does. It's, like, it's look, just pure stream of consciousness. So as not to try to bury the guy, when, for example, a wrestler passes away, Meltzer's obituaries are top notch. Yeah. They are yeah. chock full of great info, great stories, great anecdotes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. In terms of putting things happening now in historical context. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. good at that too. Because he's right, got a, exactly. a vast wealth of knowledge from which to draw from. Absolutely. Right. That being said, it seems pretty clear that the other aspect of his job. The day-to-day -day reporting on what goes on behind the scenes, it ain't all <laughs> it ain't all that it used to be. It, it's not all that it's cracked up to be. It really isn't. And you know, you got the young bucks on social media making light in in seemingly a playful way, yeah, with the counterfeit bucks thing. Um, there hasn't been any, you know, I, I personally think that the gold standard day-to-day -day now is Sean Rossap. And Agreed. there hasn't been any reporting from Fightful about major divisions in the locker room. There's, I don't know, what, how many people on the roster? 150 or something like that? A like a, lo a, lot a lot of people, people on the roster. Are there going to be certain people who are like, man, I don't, I'm not really huge in this? Sure. But like, I don't know. You got Andrade on social media saying, no, nah, Punk's good. Like, this is, I'm, we're having a lot of fun. Locker room's fine. This is a yeah. bunch of bullshit. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like this kind of reporting. If there's something there, then say there's something there. But I just don't, I don't know. It seems like much ado about nothing, to be honest with you. And the only reason we're talking about it is because the general wrestling audience talks about it because he's Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Uh, it was a few weeks back. wasn't about that long ago that Kenny had a post-show uh, promo. And he. I, I'm going to paraphrase based on memory. I'll probably get it way wrong. But he essentially said... He's like thanking the crowd for being there and watching the show. And he alluded to some people maybe not getting along, but if we all stick it out, maybe something will happen. Yeah. And he's also said, uh, God, I think it was on the sessions podcast, you know, obviously he can't talk about it. Like, yeah. you know, be completely forthcoming about it. But you know, his philosophy was, I hope everybody gets past it. And I, and I genuinely wish everybody well, yep. that was involved in this thing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so I, I don't know, like some of some of what Meltzer's saying here is just kind of weird. He says uh, he says, uh, and I think you'll probably at least with most, but there's a lot of device divisiveness that it's so frustrating to me because I see it so closely and I feel it shouldn't be there and it's worse than it's been. I don't even know what that means. Like, I feel bad. And it's not, I, I don't know. I don't get I don't it. Maybe either. he's got a couple of people. necessarily know how it could here. be worse than like right after Brawl Out. Yeah, right. Or in yeah. the lead up to it. You know, that kind of yeah. seemed like peak tension backstage perchance. Yeah. And there's I been so much wonky reporting throughout this entire thing anyways from like everybody except for like Sean Ross Sapp. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's all it's all a mess. But what wasn't a mess, I thought, was Dynamite last night. I thought Dynamite was pretty solid. I thought a lot of shit was going on. Yeah. Uh, of course, Jeff Jarrett, according to him on Twitter, won the big concession stand brawl. And therefore, could remain in AEW because he said if he had lost that, he would he would not wrestle in AEW again. Yeah, right. But as he says, he won. Um, but no, I thought that uh, I don't know where you want to start in terms of like what's going on. Do you want us to talk about Forbidden Door? Yeah, like, let's talk a bunch about more that. matches set for that. A ton more matches. So based on just what happened on Dynamite, we have an international uh, championship four way. We got Orange versus uh, Shibata versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Daniel Garcia. Mm -hmm, yeah. Four of them were involved in a tag match last night on Dynamite. Really fun match. I'm guessing this Fatal 4-Way is going to be fantastic. Could very well be match of the night. Could, could That be. match is going to be, like, you know, I we were sort of speculating that it seemed like they were going to go Orange Bollocks versus Zack Sabre Jr. one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. But now you, you add Daniel Garcia and you add Shibata to this match. Holy shit. I know it's going to be really good. And then Garcia eats the pin, so neither Shibata nor Zack Sabre Jr. get pinned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one guy in the match without a title is going to get pin, is going to mm -hmm. eat the pin. Yeah, right. Uh, we also get Blackpool Combat Club, save for Brian Danielson. He, apparently, he does have another match later in the evening mm -hmm. at Forbidden Door. Yes. Uh, versus uh, Shota Umino, or sorry, Blackpool Combat Club with Sh uh, Shota Umino and Takeshita yeah. are teaming up against the Elite, that being the Young Bucks and mm -hmm. Hangman. Kenny might have another match apparently later in the night, too. 
uh, Eddie Kingston. And at the end of the show, it was revealed to be Tomohiro Ishii would yeah. be their partner as well on a 10-man tag. We got Lei Suzuki God. So it's Jericho, Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Well, let's hold on a second, dude. What? Let's slow down a little bit and break down some of these. The uh, the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. You know, the th- I, I, sort of, I did a Wrestle Juice video on this earlier, and I was talking about this match. And it's like, I get it. Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite, they're in a thing. And it's not like you can have Mox have his own match and Claudio have his own match and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But like these AEW versus New Japan things, I'm not huge on them just forwarding more AEW storylines when you could have the Young Bucks against uh, uh, the, the Bullet Club guys, uh, Ace Austin and, and Chris Bay, for yeah. example. Yeah. yeah. It's like. I get it, but it's like this is AEW versus AEW with a little bit of New Japan sprinkled in, and hey, I kind of you know, wish that they had gone a different direction. What do you think? You know, for the complaints about people, this show has no stories. Well, here you go. Here's your story matches. <laughs> That's a there good point. Go. That's a good point. Complaints yeah. addressed. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Blackpool Combat Club's totally going to win that one. Um, then we get Lay's Suzuki Gods. That's because the the relationship between Eddie and Mox is pretty. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty damn complex. As I we love saw that not this promo week, between the week them last night. I love that good. promo, yeah. So is is Eddie going to not be able to bring himself to hit that back fist on Mox? How is oh, that yeah. going to play out? Yeah, Blackpool Combat Club. They're winning that one a thousand percent. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, then we got uh, Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki Ooh. taking on uh, the team of Sting, Darby Allen, and a TBA. To be All right, announced man, let's get into that right now, man. Let's get into that right now. I mean, Bill the Goldberg. easy prediction is Shingo because he teamed with Sting <laughs> and Darby last year. No, come on, man. Bill Goldberg. No, it's not going to You want to draw? You want to draw? Bill Goldberg. It's Shingo Reigns? or it's Naito? It's Naito. It's, it's Naito, Naito probably because yeah. Darby said, hey, Chris, you made a lot of enemies in a lot of places. Hey, Chris. And then Sting whispered a name in in Jericho's ear, and he's like, get out of here with that. Yeah, it's got to be Naito. It's probably Naito. Here's the thing. This is is one thing that I'm like, ah. If you have Naito, they're doing doing CM Punk versus Kojima as part of the Owen. Uh, You got CM Punk. I don't know how long he's going to be around, but he got him for a forbidden door. Don't you do like Naito if you can? You do Naito. That's what you do. You got to do Naito. Dude, there's a lot of politics involved here. Maybe Naito doesn't want to do the job for Phil because Phil ain't losing. Come on, it's one he can eat it. He can eat a pin. Naito can eat a pin. Come on, to CM Punk, that's a dream match right there. Those two guys, because they're like cut from the same cloth. They're both it's like a dream match cool for us. It might not be for Tetsuya Naito. Well, it's definitely not for Kenta. It was reported that yes. Kenta said, mm, "I don't want that match." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How much do you love that? CM Punk kind of indicated in the past he didn't want any part of that match, and then when it was presented to Kenta, he said, "Nope, nope. I don't want that." He's like match. the 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 check ain't large enough, and if, especially if I'm gonna have to lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I love also, that. I love that. Oh, that's great. Also have announced Kojima instead, buddy. <laughs> also announced uh, Willow Nightingale and uh, Tony Storm. You know this one was originally supposed to be, I think, uh, Mercedes Monet versus uh, Soraya, I think, was like what the, mm-hmm. the indication was, which would have been fantastic. Yeah. You know, Willow's a great champion. She's also very AEW. So, again, this is sort of – this. A, it's a story match, 
Yeah, but it it's, you know, New Japan Strong versus, you know, uh, AEW uh, Women's Champion. It just so happens that New Japan Strong Champion is super AEW as well. Yeah. Uh, but nothing you could do about Mercedes getting injured. So, yeah. And I know. guess Sardom has some show going on around this time, too. So that I would preclude. I think that's what the thing was. Yeah. At least that's what Tony Khan said, I think, on the, the media call today. Um, and that would preclude Stardom involvement. Uh, so. Uh, and then uh, there's another match made on Rampage. I don't know if we can get the spoiler territory there, even though it's not a huge thing. Mm -hmm. um, Adam Cole, I'll say this, Adam Cole has an opponent for Forbidden Door mm -hmm. yep. um, following Rampage. So I believe right now there's 11 matches on the card. Sounds right. I think as of last Oh, also Athena time. versus Billy Starks uh, That's gonna be on in the, the uh, zero hour. Yeah, um, that's part of the Owen as well. Yeah. Part of the Owen. Owen, yeah, we're gonna talk to Brett here in a little bit for that. No, we're not. Um, uh, but we can talk about the Owen tournament because they revealed the brackets. Let's talk Brett's about the Owen tournament, and then we'll see who. Just really quickly, he just wants to say who he thinks is gonna win. I'm not interested in his opinion. So the on the men's I think bracket, the, the people might be though, man. They're not the one that has to go through it. Okay. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> okay. So the men's tournament is as follows. So on the left side of the bracket, you got Phil Brooks. Taking on Kojima. Phil wins. Yeah, that happens at Forbidden Door. Phil wins. Also, Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe. Joe wins. Joe wins. Yeah. On the right side, you got Dustin Rhodes versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs wins. Should win. And then Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks wins. Uh, so you got, yeah, yeah. You revisit Starks versus Hobbs. Yeah. yeah. So then your quarter, your semifinal matches are Punk Joe, Hobbs, Starks. Yeah, it's going to be Punk Hobbs in the finals. Yes, yeah, it's going to be Punk yeah. Hobbs in the finals, yeah. Mm -hmm. On the women's, uh, for the women's tournament, on the left side, you got Britt versus Ruby. Ruby uh, wins that. But yeah, Ruby wins that one, yeah. And then Anna Jay versus Sky Blue. They're pushing Sky. Sky. I'm guessing that, she's yeah. winning that one. Yeah. That's on the left side. The right side, you have Nyla versus Willow. Willow wins that. So here, but this one happens, I think, right before Forbidden Door. Mm. I think it might happen either Friday or Saturday. Saturday, I think it is. Oh, that's on Collision? I think so. Okay. So they might have Tony cost Willow the match to build heat for their match at Forbidden Door, and then Nyla advances. What's what's the other match there? Oh, it's Athena versus Billy Starks, and Athena's winning that one. Yeah, so it's going to be Athena versus Willow. It's going to yeah. be Willow in the finals against probably uh, Ruby. Yeah, maybe. Ruby Ruby might win this this year. Or they'll, or, or they'll have uh, Willow and uh, they'll have Willow and Punk. Be the uh, be the Owen, Owen. I was kind of hoping Athena would win it. We have an expert here. Let me just bring him in real quick. Hey, uh -oh. how's it going? Nope, nope hey, not hey, at all. Hello. Nope. See you later. Listen. Nope, not interested. Listen. Pass. Oh, Pat, you just kicked him off. Yeah, <laughs> you pass. just kicked him off, man. Pass. <laughs> if he wants to say who he thinks is going to win, he can relay that to you, and then you can tell me. All right, let's see. Let's see what he has to say. He's going to relay that to me. No, no, not now. Off Hello, camera. Are you there? Hello. Are no, you not there? here. Nobody's here. Sorry, wrong, wrong yeah, show. I'm you're calling into. I'm supposed to tell you who's going to win the Owen. All right, just give me one name. It's going to be CM Punk. All right, thank you. Goodbye. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my horse. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Why are you laughing right after Brett was laughing? Oh, it was a funny joke. I'm watching the Three Stooges on the with the side. like the literally the the last sound the exact same. <laughs> okay, anyways, you're I think you're <sighs> behind this Bret Hart horse situation. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> anyway, oh, a confession. Nah. So yeah, uh, Jeff Jarrett threatened to no longer be on AEW television if he lost his concession stand brawl, but then he went yeah. to lose it to Mark Briscoe in a really overbooked. <laughs> really overbooked. Like half the mess. locker room was involved in this match. Yeah, that was a mess. That was a total mess. Uh, Mark Briscoe gets the win. So I guess, well, at least officially, but then on Twitter, um, he, you know, he said he declared himself the winner. Therefore, he's remaining on AEW television. Right. Yeah. And as well, he should. He's oh, like the biggest draw they have. Without a uh, doubt. You know, and I mean, could you imagine, Larson, if they had not just one Jeff Jarrett? But a hundred Jeff Jarrett. A hundred Jeff Jarrett's. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred Jeff Jarrett's. A hundred yeah, Jeff Jarrett's. Oh my gosh, get out of here. Oh. Oh. Man, oh man. All right. Uh, that, so please. let's see here. Oh, oh, let's talk about this. What? This is exciting. 
the their their version of the lethal lottery. We've got oh, our yeah. first big team announced, yeah. and yeah. it's Adam Cole and MJF, and they're gonna be God, dude. Come on, can these guys please win? It look, man. Oh, listen. they're winning this tournament. They're winning the tournament to become number one contenders. Can we just get them those titles? FTR, they're not doing anything with. They aren't them. doing anything. They just they're, they literally run out to help like well, whoever last they're night. Being, the, they're being they're CM Punk sidekicks at this point. They are their sidekicks. They're henchmen. Like and why they, does, they why just they sort of throw the titles? tag titles on the ground oh, and then they, they go and they make the save. And then just so Punk can come out and like steal the spotlight, they're fine yeah, with that. Really make the save, get, yeah. Get the tag team titles on a couple of guys who will do something with them, because FTR ain't doing nothing. They never should have taken them off the acclaimed in the first place. You nope. know that. I know that. We all know that. Nope. The acclaimed should uh, still be tag champs right now. They should still be tag champions right now. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but that'll be anyways. fun. I mean, the promo last night was was fine. It was good. No, I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, absolutely. When they found out, when, when they both said, shut up, Shivani, that was funny. They got really good chemistry. This this, this feud is going to be a lot of fun, man. And I'm glad they sort of kicked it off in a way that leaves a lot of ambiguity because it's like, okay, how are they going to come back around to that? They're, yeah. You're right. They're totally going to win this tournament. I think this is, this, is, this is a great idea for them. Really and it's is. an interesting way to prolong their singles feud. Mm -hmm, yeah. And not have... Cole challenge MJF right away for that title again, mm -hmm. and then uh, you know I I what the I don't know when this blind eliminator tag tournament's ending. I don't recall. Who knows? I have no idea. But you know if whether it be all out, it's not gonna be at all. Sorry, it all in. It's not gonna be all out because CM Punk's winning the title there. Are they gonna do? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let me yeah. ask you this. Yeah. Is Phil winning the the Owen? Owen. Gonna be his title win for the year. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. On, honest to God, they should do. You know what they... Hmm, I don't know. I don't know why they got Cole in this title thing right now when, like, he should be the next guy to have the title. He really should be. So, I don't know. CM Punk and that red bag of his, that sack of his, yeah. it really throws a wrench into a lot of things. It I, really I really does. don't know. It really, really does. Unless maybe he wins the Owen. Owen. Mm -hmm. Owen. And it takes whatever was inside that red bag out. It wasn't the title that he said it was. Yeah. Unless it was like a toy or a replica or something and then puts the Owen belt in there. The Owen. Hey, I've got an idea over here, you know. I've got an idea. Can I explain my idea? Nope. 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 How about Sorry, Brad, we got some other business. We got some other stuff to attend. No, no, no. We got other stuff to attend to. I'm back. I'm back. He keeps on buttoning in, man. Anyways, yeah, you yeah, should do something about that. Oh, look over here. We got some uh, gifted memberships over here on the YouTube. <laughs> That's so delightful. Uh, Hogan Ooh, Ice. Look over here. <laughs> gifted five memberships. And then Alicia Harding gifted five. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, here with the super chat, special guest Brett Hitman Horse is going to read this one. No, from uh, Steve, from uh, Mr. Uh, Perkins. For reals. I'm still so confused at the decision to put Jungle Boy in a match against Sonata when you have dudes like Swerve, Keith Lee, and Malachi Black. That's a really that's a really interesting point there. I'd like to make a point about horses as well. No, okay. no, 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 no. Stop. For... I'm going to say this. If Brett shows up one more time, I'm out of here. <gasps> no. I'm gone. No. Hey, what do you think of Sonata saying, fuck Jungle Boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so Sonata released a little statement on Twitter or something, an interview yeah. or something. And he was like, I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah, I don't know who this <laughs> is. Why did I even do an open challenge, he more or less said. Um, I regret my decisions. <laughs> so Jungle Boy can lose because Sonata's winning this. Oh, yeah. Jungle Boy's All whole story. points, man. Yeah, Jungle Boy's whole story is I'm winning a title this year. And him not winning a title, being a babyface, is probably going to lead to him turning heel. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be good for him. I think, and I think that'd be oh, yeah. a good move. You know, it's just for this match here. This is like firmly like a mid card. Oh, you know, I know. It's not. Here. It's not a huge marquee matchup that you know you'd probably hope. But uh, Mister I mean, Perkins says, please read all my future super chats in the Dijack voice. Hey, you know what? How about this? If people have a five dollar or four dollar ninety nine cent and up super chat, let us know what voice or who you want to read this thing. And uh, and we'll do our best to oblige. So you're trying to find loopholes so that you can have Brett Brett Hitman Horse back on here because the people want their questions read with that. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you this know, is a way to, to 
to stick to find it to a me. way around my yes to stick it to me to find a way around what yes. honestly makes me comfortable or uncomfortable right correct you're absolutely right um but uh but yeah no i anybody but jungle boy i mean look i get it i know forwarding his story i understand but like they could have done that with i don't know who who's the like finley like dave finley he's the, he's the the never open weight champion right now there's yeah, no bullet that. club on this show no which is weird you know but like Sonata and the IWGP title, that's a prestigious thing, man. That should be, I don't know, somebody else, a bigger name than Jungle Boy who can take a loss. Like Sammy Guevara always talks about, hey, I want to be, and I know he's got a match, but if you don't do that match, Sammy Guevara talks about, I want to be a world champion. He always talks about that stuff. Yeah. And I think Sammy is much further along on that path. And I don't think he's going to be world champion any day, any day soon, but he's more credible because like on all access, it's all he talks about. And him trying to, you know, get away from Jericho, uh, I think that'd be, and and on top of that, would be a really phenomenal match. That's a match that I'd love to see. Sammy Guevara is a terrific wrestler, uh, and Jack Perry's good. Whenever I think of Jack Perry these days, you know who I think of? I think of Roosh. (laughs) Because Roosh is beating the hell out of him. There's another name that could have been, I think he just had a kid, so he didn't want to do that. But yeah, there's like a million other names that could have taken on Sonata, you know? Maybe Sonata will, will give Jungle Boy the Roosh treatment. Um, <laughs> that'd be make it awesome. make it like almost uncomfortable to watch because it feels yeah. like he's almost shooting on him. Yeah, uh, Cletus here with the super chat says, "Is Meltzer losing credibility after brawl out?" I don't like framing it that way. I really don't because I don't look. I don't think the dude like makes shit up or anything like no, that. No, I don't think he does. You know, either, no. I think that he has people that he talks to. What do we say all the time? They, everybody has their agendas, and. Uh, I don't know, man. I just when you read when you read stuff that Sean Sean writes, it just seems more well rounded, and uh, and just from you know trying to take these various perspectives and put them through some sort of lens of objectivity, um, or at least context. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I just I just don't get that from Meltzer, you know. So I don't know. That's 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 my personal that's my own personal take on it. There you go. All right, you want to talk dynamite? Let's talk uh, dynamite. Oh yeah, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Start off yes. with the Hardy Boys versus the Guns. Apparently, Jeff Hardy because they're going to Canada, and he's got those arrests on his record. He can't go to Canada, so he's going to be off TV for a couple months. Yeah. Um. But uh, the uh, the Hardys here uh, taking on the Guns, and uh, let's see, here. taking an was... L to the Guns at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thanks you know, to the, the Guns, help of, they're young. Of Bullet Club Gold. Hmm. So uh, Juice runs down the, to the ring, distracts the ref. So uh, Jay White pushes Jeff Hardy off the top while he's set up for a twist of fate. Mm-hmm. And the guns get their 310 to Yuma, which yeah. is a great, that's a great name for a fan. I like that it's, it's just a, a slightly different take on the Shatter Machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then uh, Jay and Juice slide into the ring. They start beating up the Hardys. Uh, Jay hits Matt with the Blade Runner. He uh, holds up Jeff. Then Juice hits him with a, a left hand full of quarters. Mm-hmm. And then the guns pick up Matt. Juice is setting up for another punch with another roll of quarters. And then Ricky Starks runs the ring to try to make the save. He's overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. FTR runs to the ring. So a huge brawl breaks out. But uh, the numbers advantage is still in favor of Bullet Club Gold. And that's when CM Punk comes to the mm-hmm. ring and saves the day. Uh, he's looking for a GTS on Juice Robinson. But Juice escapes, rolls out of the ring. And then Phil grabs the mic and says... I was watching you guys uh, back fighting for weeks. We could do it tonight, or we can make it official and do it on collision. I'm a collision guy. I'm not even supposed to be here. We'll see you Saturday. Now hit my music. I'm a collision guy. And then Juice Robinson had a really funny promo on social medias or something. Yeah, why do you want to put me to sleep? I got my eight hours. I'm well rested. Yeah, I love yeah. the way they, they cut back to, to Juice on the ramp. Punk! Very much a Kirk Kahn situation. Yeah, it really was. It really yeah. was. That's no, that, that's good stuff. Juice. Yeah, I'm I'm firmly on on you know the Juice bandwagon these days, man. Uh, Knew it happened at some point. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about him saying I'm a, I should be I'm a collision guy. That's where I should be. Or a, I'm a collision guy. I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm not even supposed to be here. Yeah. It's like you're in Chicago, man. What do you think? Are you not yeah, have no, dynamite you, in Chicago? You, anytime AEW is in Chicago, Phil, Phil's going to be on the show. Yeah, right. Surprise. No, Honestly, says, been surprised he wasn't on Rampage too. Maggie says fickle. Doubt me and Maggie in the same boat there. Fickle club for life. Uh she's a leader. Um Is that what your bullet that, club uh, uh franchise would be? Fickle club. Fickle yeah, sure. club. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like this, or do I? I like this, or do I? Is this my finisher, or is it? Yeah. Are you at Fickle Club, or are you? <laughs> are you sure about that? Uh, Adam Fella here with the Super Chat says, Loving my return to Going and Raw. Does the Going and Raw Discord still exist? No, it does not. We do have uh, a WrestleJuice Discord that is fairly active these days. Um, hit, uh, I think there's a link on all the WrestleJuice videos. Um, so you can check that out. Uh, it says, much love, gentlemen. Thanks for making wrestling cool again for me. Well, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Uh, and then we had the uh, Jeff Jarrett, Mark Briscoe video package. And then we had the concession stand brawl. Of course, it started on the concourse there with Double J throwing a bunch of popcorn at Mark Briscoe. Uh, and then you got all sorts of hot dog carts going on. The Karen Jarrett shows up and stuff, in like, yeah. you know, in a disguise, like a mask and a hat, uh, shoots Mark in the face with some ketchup. Uh, you know, that's got and, vinegar yeah. in it. That burns the eyes. Oh, yeah, dude. You don't want that in your eyes. Mm-mm. No, absolutely. Mm-mm. Same with, like, mustard. You know, that's... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Well, tomatoes are acidic, too. That'll hurt Gnarly, your eyes as well. Gnarly stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Mark, Delicious uh, on a hot dog. Not good in your eyes. Yeah, so Mark puts Jared on a table, sets up a ladder. He climbs up. Double J moves out of the way. And Sanjay Dutt, also incognito, puts uh, Briscoe off the ladder and through a table. They brawl through the crowd during the picture-in-picture. Picture. Jay Lethal helps Jarrett throw Mark over the barricade. Jarrett clobbers Mark with a chair and throws Mark into the ring. Lethal clears off the timekeeper area, but then Papa Briscoe sitting behind it. He chokeslams Jay Lethal through the table. That was Gets a huge chokeslam, too. That was a big chokeslam. Gets in the ring, takes down Sanjay Dutt and Double J with clotheslines. Karen hits him with a low blow, though, to get him out of there. Mark hits Jarrett with a bunch of strikes, calls for a J-driller, but Jarrett's able to block that. Satnam Singh ambles to the ring, hits Mark with a big choke slam, and Christopher Daniels and the best friends come to the ring. Singh lays them out. The Lucha Brothers come in. They join in. They all take out Singh. And then Pentagon hits Jarrett with a super kick, and Mark rolls him up to get the roll-up. We'll win, but we all know Jeff Jarrett really won the match. Yeah, because he said so. Because he said so. Yeah. Because he said so. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It wasn't like it was Mark hitting his finisher, pinning Jeff Jarrett one, two, three. It was a roll up. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yes, exactly. in the record books, outside of what Jeff Jarrett says, it'll go down as a win. For now, yeah. But in terms of wrestling tropes, a roll up win isn't does isn't as decisive as if no. you hit your finisher or you made the person tap out. No. There are layers to wins. You know? Exactly. It's more of an opportunistic thing. Uh the next we got uh, Don Callis to catch the Blackpool Combat Club backstage. Mox says AW, new and JPW, R O H. Forbidden doors and all that, but there's only three letters that matter. Callis knows this. Takeshita my mox is terrible. I'll have to stop. Takeshita knows this. We know this. BCC, Blackpool Combat Club. We define pro wrestling in 2023 and for Forbidden Door, we have assembled a truly elite team. BCC, Takeshita, my friend, the shooter, the roughneck, uh, Shota Umino. We challenged the elite to a five-on-five match at Forbidden Door. What will be a celebration of pro wrestling, but we've got another treat for you. we got a dream match. becomes a nightmare when the Rainmaker meets the best in the world. Brian Danielson steps up. Yeah, man. He says, Okada, I challenge you to a face-to-face tonight, but as far as I can tell, you're not even here. I understand why, because so many people call you the best wrestler in the world, the best wrestler of this generation, but when you step in the ring with me, it's going to be clear to everybody you're nothing but an amateur. I'll wait till the end of the night, and I'll go to the ring, and I'll call you out, and if you don't show up, you're going to prove to everyone what I just said, that you're not the best. You're an amateur and a coward. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Ooh. Oof. Then we had a video recap of the debut of Collision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In case you missed it. In case you missed it, yeah. And then we had a tag match. Lay Suzuki Gods. Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Minoru Suzuki taking on Action Andretti. Remember when he beat Chris Jericho? Uh, I do remember that. I do remember yeah. that. And what's he done since then? Not much. AR Fox uh, and Darius Martin on this team as well. There are some fun bits here where Suzuki did the pose with Jericho. That Rather fun, than Sammy yeah. Guevara. Sammy seems a bit over it these days. Yeah, he does seem totally over it. So, uh, not surprisingly, JAS and Suzuki, they get the win here. Mm-hmm. Saw a lion tamer from Jericho. That's always nice to see. That's rather cool. Than the walls. Yeah, that was neat. Yep. Um, and Darius taps out to that. Then afterwards, Renee gets in the ring. She asks Jericho about the, his face-to-face with Sting last week. And Jericho says, Sting and Jericho in the ring for the first time ever was a monumental moment in pro wrestling. Everyone is so excited, except for me. See, Sting, I've known you for a long time. I know how selfish, how egotistical you are. You claim to be a hero to millions, but all you do is show up for the highest bidder. It stops now. 
That's why Lay Suzuki Gods are challenging you and Darby if you could find a partner to a six-man tag match at Forbidden Door. Jericho and Sting in the ring for the first time ever. Will you accept? I don't think so. So Sting's music hits, and he walks the ring with Darby. Mm. Sting, woo! Well, yeah. his version of that a couple times. And he, like, sort of grabs Chris and, and sort of by the neck and sort of says, like, hey, man, why are you so uptight? And Chris sort of shoves him back. He yeah. says, you're cussing at me now? He says, come on. We had a great moment last week, but a moment's not long enough, Chris. I need some time with you. I regret not having some last week, but Sunday, I plan some time with you. In other words, I accept. Darby accepts your lame challenge. And Darby says, you got to remember, Chris, you made a lot of enemies in a lot of places. We got Guy for Sunday. And then Jarek was like, who's your partner? And Darby says, you'll find out at Collision. Yeah. And Sting yeah, whispers something in Jericho's ear, and he's like, Bill Goldberg. It's not Bill. Big ratings draw. Man, could you imagine? Collisions will do over a million every week if they got Bill Goldberg. I mean, that might actually happen for a while. Yeah. You know who happens to be an expert on Bill Goldberg, Larson? Brett Hitman Horse. Nope, nope, nope. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> you're just doing this now to, to vex me. That's what you're doing. <laughs> oh, I love vexing. You've got me yeah. vexed. you got me irked. Uh, Throwing me off my game know, today. Sometimes you could use a little vexing. No, I don't need to be vexed. Uh, so then we got Shivani and RJ City. They're uh, kicking off the draw for the Blind Eliminator Tag Tournament, and they draw the first two names. They don't reveal them yet. They will yeah. later on, yeah. but they both go, ooh, ooh, spicy, oh. spicy. Yeah, and so the full brackets can be revealed next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I like yeah. that. I, I think that's yeah. a great idea. I've advocated for the Lethal Lottery yeah, for a long yeah. time now. It's been awesome. Uh, anyways, uh, after that, we had a pre-taped Elite promo. Uh, that eventually the crowd got around to uh, chanting CM Punk and, until Eddie Kingston put his big head in there. Uh, so Paige said, the scuttlebutt going around is that the Blackpool Combat Club want to challenge the elite to a five-on-five at Forbidden Door. They always use the numbers to their advantage because they know that Kenny has bitch with Will Ospreay, and that leaves three of the elite. But correct me if I'm wrong, we have friends all over. And then Kenny says, whether it be Blackpool Combat Club, whether it be Don Callis, Will Ospreay, or Takeshita, sometimes it feels like the whole world is against us including CM Punk. No, he didn't say that. He says, but a lot of people hate you guys, Blackpool Combat Club, and it isn't just exclusive to us. When the chips are down and we needed a friend, we found one in an unexpected place. <laughs> and Eddie Kingston just puts his big head in the frame and says, number one, I'm not your friend. You tried to run me over. You tried to explode me. Here's the thing. I don't like you guys. I don't respect you guys, but I hate Claudio even more. So I'll team up with you. That makes four, right? But the fifth person is somebody I want, somebody I pick, and I trust them. I trust them more than you guys anyways. So I'm going to make the announcement. I that was love funny. Eddie. I love Eddie. Because he just kind of put, like he's closer to the camera than they are and just kind of pops in. Yeah, exactly. Head first. Like, yeah, burying his yeah. teeth. Uh, then Adam Cole Bebe comes to the ring, drop a promo. He says, listen, I hate to admit this, but I have to give the devil his due. MJF gave me one of the toughest matches my entire career. Last week, I was put through tables, given a pile driver on the apron. I scratched, I clawed, I kicked. I did everything in my power to win that match, but I didn't win. However, MJF didn't win either. Listen, I understand. It was a smart thing to do to not accept five more minutes. It was also the coward thing to do. And Max, let's get real. If you want to be known as the greatest AEW champ, you have to fight all comers. You have to fight every single person who gets in your way. And the fact that MJF has never beaten Adam Cole Bebe. So I understand that MJF has a tendency to run his mouth a little bit too long. But uh, So I'm going to get to the point, Max. How about you bring your ass down here? We could talk to Chicago about my rematch. Yeah, so MJF's music hits. He walks to the ring says, I know you Midwestern mouth breathers aren't very bright, but when the world champion is holding the microphone, you keep your poor mouth shut. Adam Cole, what I'd like to say to you, believe it or not, is congratulations because last week, for the first time in a very long time, someone came out to play. The same guy that I studied, the Panama, the Panama playboy, Adam Cole, baby, came back better than ever, and I'm the one who dragged it out of you. You're welcome, by the way. I know you won't thank me, and that's fine, but I got to tell you, buddy, I'm real worried about you. You suffered a lot of blows to the head. I mean, last week you lost track of time, and to make things even worse, had that time not run out, I had you beat. We all know it's true, Chicago, okay? But let's live in an imaginary world where I didn't have you dead to rights. As far as having a rematch goes, let me say, as a fan of yours and after the war we went through and earning each other's respect, dare I say as a close personal friend, because I care about your health and well-being, I'm going to have to say no. So Adam Cole says, that's what I figured. Of course you're going to say no to a rematch with me. So I got an idea, something to maybe change your mind. How about we fight right now and I whoop your ass in Chicago? So he steps right up to MJF and Shivani 
get stuff from commentary. It's like, hey, hey, guys, over here. And they both tell him to shut up at first. And then Shivani says that, uh, uh, you know, earlier we picked the first two names as blind eliminator tag tournament. Yeah, those names were MJF and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And then Cole's like, I'm not teaming with him. <laughs> and MJF says, what do you, do you want me to wrestle every week? Are you out of your mind? That was and, really, that was a really good, it was yeah. a really good segment. Um, so then MJF and Cole argue about not teaming together. Uh, the crowd chants for them to hug it out. And then Tanahashi shows up on the Tron and says, what kind of, to MJF, what kind of champ are you? I dare you to show up at Forbidden Door so I can show you what uh, the, the strength of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, and MJF says, I don't know what kind of dog and pony show Tony Khan has run around here, but for the millionth time, and Cole says, whoa, wait a minute. I want you to really think about your answer here. I know you're trying to prove that you're not a coward, but <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I really hope this is because you think Tanahashi's... I really hope this uh, this is because you think Tanahashi's better than you, and MJF tells the crowd to shut up because they're giving him shit. Um, he says, I'm the world champ. Nobody's better than me. And Cole says, I'm pretty sure that's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like otherwise you would accept the match. You think Tanahashi's better than you? Uh, 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 Max and MJF says, you listen to me and you listen good. No one on this planet is on the level with the devil. And Cole starts a coward chant. MJF gets flustered. He says, Tanahashi, you want me at Forbidden Door? You're on. Cole says, the match is official. MJF versus Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. And uh, let me leave you with this. Good luck, partner. Yeah, that was good stuff. Hey, we got some news. Chris Paul heading to the Warriors. I saw that. Jordan Poole out. So who I is Draymond that. Green going to punch now if he even if he even comes back? Maybe he'll sign with maybe he'll sign with the Wizards because he's a free agent. <laughs> um, we got some super chats here. Uh, Primetime Rambo says this AEW constant bickering is exhausting. Vince mm. learned after the click. It seems Tony Khan never learns. You know, again, Primetime Rambo. I don't know how much. The bickering. Look, it's a large wrestling company. People are not going to, as Eddie Kingston says, they don't have to like each other. They got to work with each other. Yep. Um, so I just don't know how much validity there is to, oh my God, there's so much drama. And, and when so it, it, also something like that where it makes it, there's no conversation about the scope. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Is it is it like five people who are unhappy? Is it 10? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if that's the case, if you have five people who are unhappy out of a roster of 150, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I know. It's I not know. a widespread problem, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Perkins here with the super chat. Uh, he said, "There's Bret Hart here." And oh, he wants. I, don't I think know why. he wants this to be read by. No, I don't think that has anything Brett to do with that. Van Horse. Oh, not you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I was just asking if oh. I've been to Tim Hortons. Yeah, I've been to Tim Hortons, oh, okay. Toronto Airport. All right, had okay. a donut. It was good. I'm not trying to vex you right now because, from what I under- I know that you are an- firmly, firmly anti-vexed. So you know. No vexing here, because Larson, everybody, is anti-vexed. Mm. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> Come God on, that's funny. It. That's a little funny. It's a little bit funny, isn't it? <laughs> no, I like uh, the direction you're going with all this. <laughs> after that, uh, the uh, we already talked about this, but that's what you're making revealed. me more vexed. Is what you're doing? <laughs> I know, and I know you're strongly firm. No, I'm not. Stop. Anti- Stop. <laughs> Uh, mm. Man, they gave this next match hella time. They did. It's like an hour long match, dude. This is huge. This is so long. Orange Cassidy and Shibata versus uh, Garcia and Zach Sabre. Now you got Jr. chat going. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, this was wildly fun. We got to see Shibata do some Orange Cassidy kicks on Garcia. That was really good. Um, but uh, in the end. Orange Cassidy accidentally, whoop, Shibata uh, with uh, with an orange punch uh, because he's going for Garcia, but Garcia ducks out of the way. Shibata eats, and then Garcia rolls him up to get the win here, which means, as you said earlier, Garcia's totally eating this pin. Uh, and then Orange and Garcia start playing tug-of-war with the international title. Commentary announces Sabre versus the, 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 the four-way is going to happen. Yeah. And then, uh, and then like, because it's like Shibata, uh, 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 Garcia, and uh, Sabre Jr., they all are, like, holding the international title together. <laughs> Orange Cassidy comes up. He puts his hand on it. He's tired of this shit. And so, like, Zach Sabre Jr. and Garcia both let go of it, and it's just Cassidy and Shibata. And so, finally, Cassidy, in a rare display of, like, aggression, like, rips it out of his hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, uh, uh, Orange Cassidy physically uh, uh, just falling apart. 
like his 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 morale mm-hmm. just tattering. It's just mm-hmm. almost gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after getting twisted into a pretzel by the likes of Zack Saber Jr., mm-hmm. Shibata, Garcia, mm-hmm. I think the end of his title reign is is pretty is pretty is pretty nigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, not nay, nigh. <laughs> somebody say nay. No, I didn't. Somebody I said nigh. It sounded like a horsey to Mister Perkins. What did wanted, I say? I'm done. Bye, Mister Perkins. Wanted his super chat regular, Goodbye. and then you didn't do that. Okay, I'll hold see you on. later. Okay, okay. No, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I lost him. Oh no, I lost him. Baby, come back. Baby, I'm a fool for you. I was wrong. And I just can't live without you. Let's see if that does the trick. Oh, no. Oh, man. I lost him, everybody. I went too far. I crossed the line. Talk about this next bit just solo. We'll see how this works out. I've I've got some some practice with Wrestle Juice. So Marvez walks up to Will Ospreay. It's okay because I could do Will Ospreay's voice here. Marvez asks Will what he's thinking. Will says, I'm used to performing in civilized countries, but now i got to perform in Canada, bro. You see what some of the people are saying about me? I'm going to need extra security. And then Don Callis shows up and he's like, yeah, man, I agree. I've got my own military grade security and I'm going to make them available to you, uh, Will Osprey, in Toronto. And then uh, and then he walks off. So controversy brewing there. Uh, then we get a video package for Tony Storm and Willow Nightingale. Their bitch is official for Forbidden Door. Oh, Whew. that was a warning. Next didn't time think. I'm gone. Didn't think. Okay, people. No gone. more super chats asking for Brett Hitman horse. Gone. That. <laughs> you recognize the gravity of the situation. I definitely recognize gravity. Yes, I do. Uh, after that, Taya Valkyrie took on Chris Statlander. Man, Chris Statlander, ever since she won that TBS title, she's getting all sorts of TV time, huh? Yeah. With that TBS title. Yeah. Yep. On Dynamite. On main event, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, this is a good match and everything. Uh, of course, Chris Statlander gets the win here. Uh, there was that cool moonsault she did, sort of off the apron, standing moonsault off the apron. That was yeah, kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. So the finish saw Taya hitting a spear, followed by the sliding German suplex. <laughs> she goes up top. Chris gets up, punches Taya. Chris hits a superplex, followed by uh, Wednesday Night Fever. Yeah, that's what her finish was called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to get the win. Did you at least while you were gone? Did you hear any of the broadcast of my singing, serenading for your return? Oh, you sang? I did. Yeah, man. Mm, the baby it. comeback song. Okay. Yeah, that one. It was really good. It was really heartfelt. So I'm glad that it, uh, to a degree, yeah, uh, worked because you did come back. Well, I didn't hear it, so I came back because that's why I'm hoping now yeah. you learned. Oh, I'm don't irk me. Definitely anti-learn. <laughs> you should know this. <laughs> uh, I will do this Eddie Kingston promo, though. All right, fair enough. So he comes to the ring, puts a shirt on. He says, hold on, sorry, I got to put a shirt on. I just had surgery on a lot of ice cream. Oh, man. He says, oh. but I'm out of here because Kenny in the butt. He is, dude, he is, Eddie is the most, and I say this in a good way, he is the most going in raw wrestler that there is there's like the going in raw wrestler of the year which is like for clowns but eddie i think is the one that's like near like if anybody was gonna you know join us on the podcast to talk about whatever i would desperately want it to be oh, eddie yeah, kingston. yeah 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 uh, so on the podcast like, talk about anything but wrestling top yeah that would be eddie kingston yeah oh yeah a thousand percent uh he says but i'm out here because kenny and the bucks decided to leave because i said i don't respect them but folks been a lot of things going on that I don't like, especially a certain somebody that's supposed to be my homeboy who's a little mad that I'm teaming up with the Bucks. But you got to understand that I don't like Claudio at all. I don't care if me and John have a problem. And then Mox shows up. Yeah, He walks through the crowd. So you, you could be Mox here. Yeah, he jumps, the uh, barricade gets in the ring, gets right in Eddie's face and asks for the mic. So Eddie gives it to him. Mox says, you know how this goes. You're drawing a line at Forbidden Door. And you drew like, the line when you teamed up with that scumbag. I love you. You're my brother. And then Mox just starts muttering stuff under his breath. And he says something like every time. time. Yeah, every time. And and Eddie says, every time what? Say it. If you're not going to say it, I'm not going to waste your time. Every time what, Mox? Screw it. The fifth man's Ishii. (laughs) So Ishii comes out. uh, Then BCC attacks Kingston. Ishii tries to make the save, but he gets overwhelmed by the Blackpool Blackpool Combat Club. And then Danielson gets on the mic. Mm -hmm. Um, After he stomps... 
He was stomping. Uh, maybe it was Ishii. So he goes, uh, Okada, where are you? Do you know what? If he's not going to come out, I'm just gonna, oh, that's when he stomps Ishii's face. So he's about to stomp Ishii's face, and then Okada's theme hits. Man, that pop. Once you hear that coin drop. Big pop. Big Okada massive pop. pop. Oh, massive yeah, Okada time. pop. He comes to the ring, yeah. steps up Danielson. They have a stare down. I don't know the hell that sh- little shit Wheeler Yuta's trying to do. He comes up, uh, blasts Okada from behind. And then Danielson tells Yuta to hold him up. So mm-hmm. Danielson's looking for a knee plus. Well, Okada gets out of the way. Yuta eats the running knee. Okada tries to hit Danielson with a rainmaker, but he slides out of the ring. So instead, Okada looks and goes, oh, there's Yuta. Bang, rainmaker for Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Okada had this giant smile on his face when he noticed Yuta just laying there too. Oh, yeah. Got oh, to yeah. hit a, a rainmaker on a... It was great. On a knee bond. Yeah. On a young boy. Um... All right, so let's go ahead and uh, answer some questions. Let's do it. We say we answer some questions. Of course, uh, you can leave your questions uh, on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. $5 and up gets you access to the question thread. Also gets you access to a bonus episode overrun. And the big June prediction challenge is not too late. It's not no. too late. It's getting to the point, but it's not too late now. You probably have to. Well, I might put this up actually later today. Patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. The uh, the uh, whatchamacallit deadline is what Sunday, maybe like a noon Pacific. Oh, it could be later than that since I don't Three have to like Pacific. tabulate the scores by hand and, and no keep track of picks because Cody Miles does a wonderful job with yeah. these Google Forms and, Google. The, and the corresponding spreadsheets. So they like you just pull down menu, pick the winner, bang, scores bang. tabulated. Whoopah. Show starts at four. That's when the yeah. zero hour starts. Zero so three thirty, three thirty Pacific Eastern, okay. six thirty. Sorry, Pacific, six thirty Eastern. Absolutely, um, will be the deadline for entry. Three thirty Pacific, six thirty Eastern. Sorry, uh, we do have a couple new patrons. Also, Aaron, I'll just read the ones from like the last couple of weeks because, uh, like, I don't think I've done that here live on the show. You get uh, in the little ticker down here. You get uh, your name on there. Aaron John Cash signed up yesterday. Ben Estrada, Ryan Elwood, Tyler Cole. Gino, Adam Fella, as we talked to a little uh, while ago, and then Matthew Brownlee. Thank you very much for your new patrons. Uh, we really appreciate it. A great way to help support going in raw, and then you get all that bonus stuff and access to the predictions. You can also get access to the predictions and the and the question threads if you click on that join button on YouTube and become a channel member. All the same benefits as the patron, pretty much, uh, including access to the predictions challenge. Yes. Um, John Hosey currently is our big blue predictions champion, and uh, he's going to be putting that on the line at Forbidden Door. And then the next week at Money in the Bank, we've got our big Money in the Bank predictions challenge as well. You get the opportunity to get a bonus uh, uh, advantage heading into the following uh, uh, big blue predictions challenge. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, uh, or any, I mean, for Money in the Bank, I guess it could be any uh, any uh, pay per view or predictions challenge between now and next Money in the Bank. If, if you're people- like three points out of the lead spot yeah cash in maybe you you'll get, maybe you'll get it maybe not maybe you'll get it's, it or it's, not. it's a know. variety of points we'll talk about that when we get to money in the bank exactly like what exactly, exactly we've got to think is. a lot of prop bets for that one uh, over here on the youtube if you're watching live or vod if you could please there's a button that looks like this it's a thumbs up if you could hit that up. please that means that, that you like this video yeah so please if you like what you hear and you're new to going in raw um Subscribe, notify bell. Oh wow, I didn't notice that you had actually texted me in that time. Yeah. See, as a professional, not an amateur, I keep my phone away from me during the uh, the show. But uh, you said maybe now you'll learn your lesson. Just notice that now. Wow. Yeah. Threatening words. Maybe, maybe you mm-hmm. are a butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's go ahead. I don't think there's any doubt about that one. <laughs> You're definitely a butt. <laughs> Most decidedly a butt. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. All right. Let's see here. Go ahead and uh, get some get some questions. Uh, here. Moses supposes here asked if you could swap two people on the Forbidden Door card. Who would it be? Uh. So like swap out Jungle Boy for yeah yeah it'd be Jungle Boy for Roosh. All right. That'd be sick. That match would be sick. That'd be pretty good. That would be really good because you know Roosh given ties to Naito. Term, terms of starting Lij to begin with, taking it to Sonata. Yep, I might also really take good. Punk out of the Owen and then take out Kojima, put in Naito. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, Roosh and CM Punk need to have a match at some point. Oh yes, they do. Yeah, they do. 
Broceratops here with a question. Says, uh, hoping to get both questions read for a two-for-one special. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is is L.A. Knight too over for the briefcase? He says, I want him to win, but a face cash-in is so boring for him. But here's the thing. I don't know that he's even a face. No, he's, he's not He's just face. much loved, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a heel that everybody likes. No, I don't think he's too over. I think they should do it. Yeah. Blake Whitehouse here says MJF and Austin Theory have held their title for the same amount of time, yet only one feels like they've just barely had it. Is this proof that having a good character matters more than in-ring ability? Oh, I I, I believe that. I think that having a character is way more important than... T- a lot of people have like top level in ring ability, but you look at, for example, a guy like Osprey over the past five years who, you know, he was one of the guys that he came up with was Ricochet. You know, they were going viral together with their cool yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, at this point, it's obvious that Will Osprey really started focusing on his character stuff and look at him now. I, I appreciate the character of Will Osprey. I do. Um, and I think it's much more fully formed than, than Ricochet. Uh, and, and I just think that Will Ospreay is much more entertaining, much more appealing. He's a guy that I really enjoy seeing his stuff. Not that I don't enjoy seeing Ricochet. It's like when Ricochet gets a microphone, I'm like, eh, I can tune out right now. Yeah. Um, so for me, what matters is the character. It really is. I mean, I don't necessarily think you can have one without the other though. Like you can't be all character, but be completely inept in the ring. Okay. You can't be inept in the ring. But like you know, there's, there's you have to a, at least be serviceable in the ring, and and, and yeah, you can get by and being a, a a strong character, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but there, I mean, there's not like I know we can name some people, <laughs> like, like you know the, the lumps they put with Swerve back a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, like at the minimum, okay. So like, if I watch an LA Night match, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna get a whole lot beyond a standard capable. Wrestling yeah. match. He's a serviceable wrestler. Absolutely. Right. But he's like one of my favorite characters. Yeah. You know. But yeah, you don't want somebody who could barely move their feet. Yeah. <laughs> That's no good. Uh, let's see here. The Ryan says, it's just me or has WWE really been pushing a lot of tag matches lately? Yeah, they've been working on the on both the men's and the women's tag divisions. Yeah, they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston asks, "What's one old pay per view or pre going in or one show pre going in Raw that you wish you'd done a live stream for just for the reactions alone?" Oh, Montreal Screwjob! Yeah, Survivor Are Series ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. 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 Oh, you know yeah. what have been you know have been really interesting? Us reviewing Raw back during the celebrity guest host era. Oh gosh. Oof. Oof. That had been rough. Ooh. Oof. Uh, CB says, aside from Kenny Osprey and Okada Bryan at Forbidden Door, which match do you see as a possible show stealer? Oh, it's the international title yeah. match. I yeah. think that's going to be outstanding. Yeah, that'd be really good. That's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Klein says, if you were a heavyweight champion, how would you carry yourself differently? I wouldn't. I'd have other people carry me. That is an interesting answer. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm heavyweight champion, yeah. Let's go to Vaughn's. <laughs> and then like four big buff half naked dudes are carrying. Do you have around. do you have one of those 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 things called? Uh, no, no, I know what you're talking about. I'm not having one of those. Gonna, they just I'm pick just you up be... like you're crowd surfing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, not even like this, like I'm crowd surfing. Yeah. They so just recline uh, yeah, the whole time. Uh, just chill the whole time. Yeah. There you go. Uh, JR Jr., who would be your four-man group from Frendo Unified Championship Wrestling to fight Jericho's team or Forbidden Door? Uh, Butch Bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, dude, honestly, if you want to go heavy hitters, it's Butch Bacon, Mecca Santa, Top Notch. Yeah. And uh, maybe like uh, 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 Fun Haas, maybe? Rawgate or Captain Mutant. Fun Wrestling. Oh, Rawgate Mutant. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Vieira says, as a wrestler gets older, the more powerful they seem to become. Who is strongest wrestler? Oldest wrestler, then. Well, I mean, Jeff Jarrett could seemingly lose a match and declare himself the winner. And I can't, I don't recall anybody else doing yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good point. Jeff Jarrett is his is strongest wrestler. Yeah. Uh, B-Man here asks, what brand of storylines would the wrestlers who left slash released AEW be in WWE now? So I guess, for example, like Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Where would okay. he be right now in WWE? Man, 
I think it I think it stands to reason that once Vince left, those guys would have got a good push. Like he probably would have tried to elevate. He really liked Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. He probably would have tried to elevate him in the same manner as Gunther. Mm -hmm. So I could have seen Keith Lee being like a dominant U.S. champion, perhaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, Malachi, maybe he'd be like Malachi be in the same boat, maybe as Shinsuke, a guy who they're really trying to like bring Shinsuke back up to like some spot of prominence. And it takes work and it takes time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Foster uh, says, "Who in AEW will be in a better spot next year? Who in AEW will be in a better spot next year? I, you know, they're giving Swerve the Tanahashi match. I'd like to think that this time next year, Swerve's going to be in a much better position. I would, I would hope so. Yeah, all my so. champions are wrong here, except for MJF. <laughs> I just realized. This oh, is on the old ass, this is an old ass render writer. I got Jade, and I got uh." Uh, Jamie Hayter is champions up here. What is happening right now? Oh, wow. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Cameron Bordelazzo, if Tony Khan didn't kill all of Daniel Garcia's momentum after the sports, per, sorry, pro wrestler sports entertainer, entertainer storyline, where would he be right now? Oh, I don't think that's the case. I think that, yeah, there was, there was, a, there was some time there when I thought it was a really good storyline. It took him a little while to come back, but I think like Garcia doing that weird dance last night, I think. He's coming alive. He really is. He's yeah, coming to his own. I think it kind of fell flat because right after he realigned himself with JAS, he didn't go all in with the sports entertainers, yeah. inter- entertainer yeah. stuff. It kind of was bit by bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I if think he'd come back really doing good. that and start doing the dance every week, then being mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Big Daddy Stan says, uh, is there any chance Phil doesn't win the Owen Cup? No. No, he's not losing. He's not losing that. He's not losing. Uh, Mondo here says, do you think there's any danger of Pug's situation eventually becoming sort of like Cody Island where all his feuds seem to exist separate from the rest of the AEW universe? Yeah, that's a real danger. They, they, they gave him more or less his own show. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. Think the difference is there's probably a wider array of wrestlers now in AEW that are totally fine working with him and probably want to work with him. Um as opposed to back in Cody's era, like he had booked himself out of the world title picture. He seemingly was only working with people from his own, like actual wrestling school. That was weird. Yeah. And the roster was a lot less. Uh, it was more, th- it was, thin and it wasn't as then. deep as it is now. Yeah. Uh, Nikal says, what faction name would you give your friend? Oh, so everybody that calls in Hunter, Dick Slavitt, Phil McDonald and Brett Hitman horse. Oh man. <sighs> Boy. I mean, right now it seems like Brett Hitman Horse is sort of the most elevated, so you'd, it'd be the Horse Stable. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Or the Horse Foundation? No, because stable is a play on words. I know, but, you know, Brett Hart, Hart Foundation. Oh, well, yeah, Horse Foundation. <laughs> that sounds like a charity. <laughs> yeah, I know, it doesn't. <laughs> to help horses. Uh, Deddy says, uh, rank AEW's major factions... As as fried chicken joints, man. Do you see the uh, the raising canes uh, post Malone integration? No, they're like doing some sort. Of, God, what do you get? You get there's like a post Malone like. Uh, oh, he has uh, his own meal. My God, Tremor! I saw like five commercials, this exact same commercial over and over again. Really? The other night on like I don't know one of the streaming things that I use. I'm trying to remember exactly what the promotion was. But he's like sitting, he's like in there, like as he, as if he's like a Raising Cane's worker, and he's got like a Raising Cane's polo on. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta try that out. I don't know if it's an actual meal or not. I don't have oh, no gotcha, idea. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. You got any uh, more questions? Uh, I do have one from Brett Hitman Horse. If you want to bring him, no, in. not no? interested. I mean, it's the end of the show. You know, you don't. I made bring it perfectly clear. I'm not interested. Can we move on? I've already left once. Do you want me to leave like for good? Well, now if you leave for good, it's good. The show's done. Like, we're no, I mean for we'll be, good. We'll be back tomorrow. No, no, wait. Yeah, for what are we good. gonna do tomorrow? We have we have to do something tomorrow. We're we gonna do like a counter. You do tonight? so you better not bring Brett Hitman Horse on. No more horse. Okay, no more. Okay, all right, man. Oh man, man. Oh man, I forgot. Anyways, you know I got a short term memory, dude. What do you want? <laughs> Real Mr. Payne says, how is there a meal? There's three things on the menu. I don't know what it is. I just saw Post Malone on a Raisin Cane's ad. I don't know. I don't even know if it's any good. Have you ever had Raisin Cane's? Never had 
You know I can't eat chicken has, anymore, though. You know who has at it? Nope, nope, nope. Goodbye, That's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Goodbye. Hopefully you have a good rest of your day. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.